As long as our life is focused on our ego, the divine soul within us cannot fully awaken. I realize that control is not the answer, but letting go. But life usually doesn't give us more than we can handle, except our, our head thinks we can't handle it. In this time, in this age of Aquarius, when everything seems to be moving at lightning speed, we're pushed to look closely at the world around us and to observe ourselves and to pay close attention to our state of consciousness. Each one of us is given the opportunity for an inner transformation that will align us with the divine potential within us. This potential is like a divine seed in our heart that needs good soil, fresh water, and lots of sunlight in order to grow. All the teachings of the universal wisdom speak about this tiny hidden seed and how we can change our lives through nurturing it. We in the Golden Rosy Cross have chosen to nurture this divine seed by following a path of inner spiritual awareness through the transformation of our consciousness. We offer to you some observations from a few members of the Golden Rosy Cross as to how we try to put this inner spiritual awareness into practice in our daily lives. I would like to refer to Goethe and his famous work Faust, where Faust says, two souls, alas, reside within my breast, and each withdraws from and repels its brother. Here, Goethe talks about the divine aspect and the ego aspect within every one of us. Usually, our life is guided by the ego aspect or ego soul within us. But as long as our life is focused on our ego, the divine soul within us cannot fully awaken. The goal of our earthly life is to support our entire personality, the unfolding of the divine soul within us so it can transform into our entire being. For this to happen, we should not worry too much about it. Just remain aware that there is a spark of the divine light deep in our heart that waits to unfold its power. I learned the most about myself by just watching myself and reflect on what just ever, whatever just happened to us or how I acted and reacted on in different situations. And therefore, Different people are sent into our lives to mirror our own, let's call them bad habits, whatever we don't like in ourselves, or, or better the other way around, whatever annoys us in other people has usually something to do with ourselves. And once we realize what that is, we will be able to accept it. And once we accept it, we will be able to dissolve it. The problem I'm facing right now is the more problems within myself I'm dissolving, the stronger the ego seems to try to defend itself. The test seems to be getting harder with every progress I make, which actually is not different to our um, school system. The more progress the students make, the harder and more difficult the topics as well as the exams.
As long as we strive to serve the light in our hearts, there will always be light around us. Therefore, we will always attract people with the same radiation, even if times seem so dark for us. Like Dumbledore said to Harry Potter, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. We find that if we want to be spirit soul beings who live with spiritual awareness, we first have to distinguish between the two beings within us, as just described. And then we have to consciously support the growing new soul, for that being holds the eternal potential that wants to unfold and grow within us. And it's been waiting for us for a very long time. So let's listen to some other approaches to living in our material world of opposites while striving to partake in the world of eternal unfolding. When I'm able to accept life or accept the situation, but life usually doesn't give us more than we can handle, except our, our head thinks we can't handle it. But life knows probably. So uh, if, if I took me three quarters of my life to figure this out, and I'm not sure if I figured it out already, I'm still working on it. But what, what I'm realizing is if life goes faster than I can, I feel I can handle, and I'm able to accept it in a way that this somewhat inner peace can stay in control instead of fight and flight, then I can find that peace to let things unfold without interfering. It's comparable to someone opening a flower bud <laughs> instead of letting it open by yeah. itself. And that's a very strong help for me in life situations that I don't go and open that flower bud with my hand or force situations. I try to be aware of my feelings. For example, when I feel angry, it makes me feel that I'm not doing enough regarding my inner self, that life is passing by and that I don't have control over anything in my life. However, I also realize that thinking this way will not help me, that it will make me feel even more frustrated. I realize that control is not the answer, but letting go. At this moment, I take advantage of a few seconds of clear mind, take a deep breath and put my heart and my mind to work together, guided by my heart to be conscious about what is happening around me and to focus on what's truly important. Is it an issue in my outer life or in my inner life? My heart will guide me. When I am fearful, upset or angry, I feel as if I lose my inner connection. That is why I try to just observe the emotions without any judgment. Because I cannot make them go away. In essence, I acknowledge my emotions, but I do not identify with them. This works better than engaging with emotions, because my anxiety would only get stronger. Neither do I blame myself, but I simply recognize that this is the result of my personality doing its job, which is to protect me, even at the expense of other people. And the interesting thing is that in those moments, 
I can sense within me that my deepest essence in my heart is not part of these emotions. The emotions come and go as clouds in the sky, but I am the sky. When we can turn to our inner core, where the potential connection with the divine dimension lies waiting for us, then we can observe the world around us and our interactions with it more objectively. This brings about a process of self-knowledge, both knowledge as to our existence in this world characterized by separation and opposition, and also knowledge as to our origin in the eternal light, our origin in unity and love. When we have recognized this reality, then we open the possibility to experience it and connect with it again. Well, I'm twice a widow and not lonely. I am not proud of how I handled it the first time. The usual keeping busy, trying to fill the gap, with something or anything. This time around, added to my partner not being here, we've had to deal with lots of stress, the isolation and much uncertainty over the last few years. So what is different this time? I'm still alone. So why am I not lonely? Well, I go to the innermost source of joy within my heart. Joy, you say? Yes, joy. Joy because I found a real treasure in my soul. There is light in my spirit soul, and that light is always present. When I take time to turn inwards and allow that light to guide and envelop me in its love, my feelings of loneliness dissipate because I am not alone. My innermost companion is always with me. I only have to be aware and let the light do its work. I try to lead an experience-based life that focuses on soul growth rather than personality growth. So I have to find ways for the soul to give expression to itself so it can grow in strength and power. So how I do this is not to focus so much on the results, things that I think I have to have or trying to achieve, but instead to focus on the present, on the experience itself, and to be a part of that experience. So being fully conscious and in the experience I can start to give expression to things in a more unified way. Uh, for example, my thinking, my, my feeling, my uh, expression on how I do things in the moment can have an effect on promoting soul growth as opposed to being invested in the end of the experience, which promotes personality growth. So I have to offer no um, resistance to soul expression. And in this way, I feel I become more connected into the great web of life. Uh, so 
being connected into the great web of life will offer me experiences that have consequences, not just for me, but for the whole world soul. And therefore my actions have consequences on everyone and everything. And it's not just about me. So in order to change myself, I also get the opportunity to change the world through each experience that I am fully present in. And this allows me bit by bit and day by day to step out of the cycle of birth and death and to start the journey home through daily opportunities for soul growth. That's how I see it. As you can see, each of us has a different approach in our quest to live in a way that fosters spiritual awareness and growth. Each person's path is a unique path because each of us is unique. Our future, however, can be lived in unity, not just an outward unity, but an inner spirit-soul unity. You know the old saying, Give Caesar what is Caesar, and God what is God. We do both. We live on both levels at the same time, and it's 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 possible to be in in both boxes at the same time. Wherever life puts us, we can fulfill our task at work, in our family, in society, and at the same time focus on this deep inner spiritual essence within us. Founders of the Golden Rosy Cross said, self-forgetful service to others is the fastest way to spiritual development. If you are interested in information about the Golden Rosy Cross, you can visit our website and check out other resources shown here. You can find more videos and online talks, as well as articles and books to download for free. We wish you the best of luck on your inner journey.